this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Because no, no, no. these people John, have suffered for 15 years. Because you're a no, fucking troll. Look at them in the face. You're a troll. Not a good face. I'm for the bill. You're not a good face. So what's the problem? What are you trying to do here? My question is, what are you trying to do here? Why is John, I'm not even against you guys. What are you doing? Then what are you... This is Jack Posobiec. I'm here with Tim Jensen of Grunstyle. And... Hello. John Stewart is also here. John Stewart and I have decided to come to agreement. Have we not, John? Yes, sir. I, Our... lost, I lost my temper a little bit. I felt like I was being trolled. And uh, I realized that the important thing is you just got to get this done for these guys and get them over the finish line to get the health care they need. We're at 98%. Let's get it over the last 2%, please. Is Absolutely. that fair? Fair. And shake on it. 7-5, brother. Do or die. Okay, welcome to the War Room Monday, 1 August, Year of Alert 2022. We got a murderer's row of great candidates that are going to come to you on the eve of uh, Super Tuesday tomorrow. I got to go to Jack Posobiec. Jack, here's what I don't understand. Being a veteran, you're a veteran, we all support what John Stewart's doing, and he's very passionate, and I love the passion what he's doing. But weren't there some tricks put in here to have like $400 billion of additional funding? There's, there's some things that the Democrats said at the last second. Isn't that the issue? The issue is not the support of John Stewart and what John Stewart's trying to, trying to do. By the way, we're, we're tracking Jack Basoba, guys. He's en route to CPAC. Jack, tell us what's going on. Well, actually, Steve, believe it or not, um, uh, first, I'm, I'm headed out to, to Super Tuesday because on route to CPAC, I'm going to Phoenix because I think the center of the universe tomorrow night is going to be Phoenix in addition to a few other spots like Missouri. But I'll be in Phoenix. Yeah. I'm planning a broadcast live tomorrow night with Charlie Kirk. Then we're going to CPAC. But with this issue with John Stewart in the bill, it's not even about John Stewart or me or Jack Posobiec or any of that stuff. This is about the, the burn pits bill for the veterans. And if you understand anything about Iraq, Afghanistan, one of the great overlooked tragedies of these guys who came back was the injuries and the long-lasting long-term health damage that they had from these burn pits look i'm a you know as, as you like to say I'm, I'm navy intelligence veteran i had friends who came back from iraq afghanistan with 10 years ago a girl i knew in my unit her 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 nails started falling out her fingernails started falling out toenails her hair was coming out in clumps and they traced it all back to the burn pits i got another buddy who uh, I mean, and this was, it was, you know, burning materials, classic materials, that kind of stuff outside of the uh, post. I had another buddy who's got lung, permanent lung damage. He can't fly in airplanes. He can't go over a certain altitude. It's bad stuff. This bill is something that both sides support, but it's gone back into this political back and forth over you guys put something in. No, we didn't. Yes, you did. There's a 400 here, et cetera. What the issue comes down to is, the Republicans like Cruz and Toomey and the rest are saying that if you make this mandatory spending, that pulls that $400 billion, and the CBO has this, that pulls that $400 billion out of the discretionary cap, giving the Democrats another $400 billion to play with between now 
and Election Day. And the Republicans, obviously, and, you know, of course, what's the what's the oversight on that? Well, it's, you know, the Democrat Senate. So the Republicans probably aren't going to trust them on that. When I went out to John Stewart was to say, look, you've been having this tactic of, of going around and, and beating everybody with a stick. and You're on media. and You're here. I get it. You're on the left. I'm on the right. Maybe we can do something together, get some of these people to sit down. And first, he didn't want to hear it. But then things come down. I talked to him. And I think we're actually going to try to put something together. So tell me where we are. You got Charlie Cook. You're part of the you're one of the partners out there. Uh, we're obviously very uh, supportive of everything dealing with veterans, particularly this Burns Pit situation. But we're also the anti, you know, you can't have this mandatory spending. This thing's ridiculous. Tell us how the audience, how the war and policy, how can we assist this in trying to bring everybody together to do something for the vets that's appropriate, not not to be, you know, not to have Washington politics get involved here about, you know, the, the budget, the mandates and mandatory spending. Well, the main thing is to say we need to pass clean bills when it comes to this stuff, right? We want a clean bill of health, but we also want a clean bill in the Senate. And that is you got to take this stuff out. You, gotta t- you can't play games. You can't play gimmicks with this stuff. And if you're going to say you're going to vote for it, you do vote for it. But understand, so for everybody out there in the audience, call your senator, ask them to make sure that if they, if they know where they are in this thing, that they put it down. There's going to be an amendment process coming forward this week. I believe Senator Schumer just said there's another cloture vote that's coming up. There's a Toomey amendment that may or may not be going in on this. That's what this is about, discretionary spending, mandatory spending. And if you go and look at the CBO and people want to say, you know, oh, you know, Sobic is spreading this and that, I said, look, I, I went to the CBO. And I said, here's the score in the House version. Here's the score in the Senate version. Senate version is different. And it said that they changed it from discretionary to mandatory. And so if that's the hang up, then you got to figure out a way to come to the table to do the right thing for these guys. Okay, Pasovic, we understand you're heading out to Phoenix. We're going to track you down, hopefully get you up early in the morning and have you on the morning show, get an update of this. Also, you're going to be at Ground Zero. I want to announce now we're doing a special at 6 o'clock tomorrow night on Arizona, America's Battleground. So this is how big Arizona is getting. Uh, Jack Pasovic's heading out there with Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's already out there, the team at Turning Point. Uh, they're going to broadcast live. We're going to get Jack back on the morning show. Jack, what's your Twitter and getter handle, sir? Yeah, Twitter and Getter, at Jack Potobic. You've got the videos. Uh, I Telegram, because they let you post 14 videos, is the only place I've posted the full video. You can see in full. I, I'm not calling him names. I'm not calling him out. I'm not doing the, you know, uh, the scream in the face thing. Not doing that this time. It's about, I didn't, Steve, I didn't even make a my pillow promo in there, right? That's how you know how serious I am about this one. Hold it. Not just that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was your cameraman not? I saw it was over at National Pulse. Is Raheem Kassam uh, actually yeah. back out doing work? During, is Raheem, Raheem working Kassam, during a work day? Well, I, well, catch, I, thought, I catch Mr. Raheem Kassam. He was, he was out for his, his afternoon jaunt, and he just so happened to be coming. I call him. I said, where are you at? He said, oh, I'm out for my jog. I'm It's my daily jog. And I say, I said, well, where are you now? He said, I'm at, I'm at the Washington Monument. And I said, well, how fast can you get to the Capitol? He goes, well, that's, that's part of the jog, isn't it? I said, well, get over here, man. We got to go. I need someone to film. Hold it. You got him from the Washington Monument all the way up Capitol Hill over by the Veterans Building? I, I will not say how long it took, but it was, it was faster than I expected. I'll put it that way. By the way, breaking news, Jack, while you're on here, uh, the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, just endorsed oh, Commander you. Eric Greitens oh, in, the, wow. in the Missouri, in the Missouri, pr- 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 just endorsed him. Oh, huge. You called that huge. one, Jack Posobiec. 
That's huge. No, look, Jack Vesovic, you heard it here live. A lot of people saw this coming. For all of- you know, we've read the tea leaves. He had already kind of disendorsed the other two candidates, and so there was only one left coming in for Greitens. And remember, and Steve, going back to the veteran, if you go to the special operations community, even with all the, 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 the dirt that they wanted to throw and the mud they wanted to throw at Greitens, the special operations community always stood by him. They always did. By the way, unbelievable. Pasobic, Pos- I'll let you punch. We'll get you back on tomorrow. I want to read right now from President Donald J. Trump. Missouri Senate endorsement. This is a big, by the way, we've got four individuals, John Gibbs, Eli Crane, uh, Joe Kent, and uh, Lauren uh, Culp, all coming on her all-endorsed candidates by President Trump. This is in Missouri, just breaking. This is a big election. The great state of Missouri must send a MAGA champion and true warrior to the United States Senate, someone who will fight for border security, election integrity, our military, and great veterans, together with having a powerful toughness on crime and the border. We need a person who will not back down to radical left lunatics or destroying our country. I trust the great people of Missouri on this one to make up their minds as much as they did when they gave me a landslide victory uh, in 16 and 20 elections. I therefore proud to announce that Eric has my complete and total endorsement. Commander Eric Greitens. Okay, let's go to, by the way, let's go to John Gibbs up in Michigan 3. John, you're an endorsed candidate. Walk us through the next, what what are you going to be doing? How can people get to you? This is all about running through the tape. You've got a huge following here in the war room. Every time we have you on, people go, we love Gibbs. Cortez came on today and gave the subsegment. When Cortez wrote it on Saturday, I said, Cortez, you got to come on the show. This is one of the most articulate, brilliant things I've ever seen, the, the case for John Gibbs. John, tell us about your campaign. How do people find out what you're doing tonight and tomorrow? Well, Steve, thanks for having me on again. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're rocking and rolling here. Our numbers look good for tomorrow. We were out today at a uh, parade, uh, just meeting folks. So we're trying to get out in front of as many voters as possible as we head into the final stretch here. We'll be doing that tomorrow as well, reaching out to voters and making sure everyone gets out to vote. So uh, we feel really good and have a lot of momentum heading into tomorrow. Um, every poll is showing that we're up. All the momentum shows that we're up. Yard signs, door knocking, everything. Every metric one could possibly use, we're up big time. So we think there's going to be a good uh, result tomorrow, but we're not resting on our laurels. We're going to run through uh, the finish line hard uh, and uh, – I hope to see a good result. So I would say things are going pretty well for us. My opponent is in a total panic. Um, he is trying to shore up as much as he can and running over $3 million in ads against me. Poor old me. Um, he's coming after me like that, so it's pretty pathetic. And we believe it will be one of the biggest wastes of money ever recorded when all is said and done tomorrow night. So uh, all the uh, lashing out that he's doing right now is not going to help him. So we think we're in pretty good shape. Now, all he's doing, I had Cortez on this morning, all he's doing is whining. It's kind of un- it's unmanly. It's unbecoming, particularly yep. given uh, given what you've done in this race with with almost no money. Uh, it's one of the reasons President Trump, I think, loves you so much. You've just done this all on your own, uh, John. It's uh, it's it's pretty pathetic. And I know the money's coming down. They're dropping tons of cash on your head, but that's why this audience believes in you and believes you prevail. One more time, Gibbs. How do people find out what you're doing tonight, and then how they find out how they can help tomorrow get out the vote or anything else they can do for you, sir? Uh, folks can go to votejohngibbs.com. Uh, you can find out our events, what we're going to be doing. So please visit votejohngibbs.com. Remember, we are up against a billionaire, so we do need uh, uh, money to get my name out there. So if you can give 15, 20 bucks, whatever you might be able to give, go to votejohngibbs.com and do donate to us so we can have the resources to finish this thing off in a very strong way. So again, votejohngibbs.com. You can find my socials there. You can find out how to give. And most importantly, you can sign up for my prayer list. We do need prayer warriors. We've got a good army. We need more folks on that. And that's been making a huge difference here. So votejohngibbs.com. You can give, you can pray, you can volunteer. 
John Gibbs, uh, you're a servant uh, leader and uh, really proud to know you and uh, proud, uh, so honored you came on the show. John Gibbs, Thanks for Michigan, me, three. Thank you. A really great warrior. It. Let's go to another great warrior, Eli Crane. By the way, if you see this lineup that Trump, I mean, this morning we had it too. You look at the Trump endorsed candidates. You're telling me we're not in head. Uh, we had Dr. Uh, 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 what, uh, Lapado on this morning? Lapado on this morning. The guy was unbelievable. Uh, uh, the Surgeon General for uh, Florida, an incredible guy. I mean, if you look at the talent we have, let's bring in Eli Crane now out in Arizona. Eli, man, MSNBC, BBC, NHK, it's insane. They are all in Arizona. They're going nuts. And they're going, they played, they showed you all the lineup of you guys today on MSNBC, the afternoon shows. They're just going, one. every show starts with they're out in Arizona. They're going nuts. Tell us uh, what the audience wants to know is what's the reality? How, how are you doing? How's the campaign doing? Do you feel momentum? Yeah, Steve, thanks again for having me on, brother. We, we love the war room. We appreciate what you guys do. Um, I think that's a compliment and how many people understand uh, what's going on in Arizona. And we are honored to have the uh, momentum that we have, the endorsements that we have. We feel like we're in a really strong spot going into election day. And at the end of the day, Steve, you know, I talked to you a long time ago, and this was always about trying to lead by example, serve my country once again. It's going to come down to the constituents of Arizona Congressional District 2 and, and who they want to vote for. But I think uh, we've made it a pretty easy choice for them, and we'll find out here really shortly. Why is it that, you know, we're doing a special tomorrow called uh, Arizona America's Battleground. Why do you think it is that Arizona, of all the states and everything that happened from 3 November, why, what is galvanized in Arizona that has the entire world's attention, not just the nation's attention? I mean, you've got NHK, you've got BBC, all the big London papers, the Wall Street, all of it is all focused on tomorrow and tomorrow night in Arizona. Why do you think that is, Eli? Well, Steve, I think a lot of it has to do with Arizona being the Wild West, and we love our freedom out here. But um, even more recently, you know, with what went on in these elections and how many of us stood up out here in Arizona and said, we're not going to accept that. That's nonsense. The people, the voters out here, they know that this election was fraudulent. We've stood up on that. And I think that that's why, you know, so many people around the world are watching to see what goes down here. Is it going to be business as usual with your typical politicians or are we going to finally elect people that really are America first, Arizona first, that are fighters that never want, wanted anything to do with politics, but have finally said, I've had enough. I'm going to throw my hat into the ring and I'm going to try and be a part of saving this damn country. Eli, how do people get to you, find out more about you, and find out more about your campaign, sir? Thank you, Steve. Uh, Eli for Arizona is a website. Um, that You can find our social media there. Uh, like your last guest, um, if folks are willing to go on there and help support us with 5 10 15 bucks, we'd appreciate it so we can keep our ads running through, throughout uh, the rest of this primary. And God bless you, Steve, for everything that you're doing, brother. You've helped so many of us, and we really appreciate it. Well, you guys get it done. We've got the easiest job in the world. We provide the platform, but you guys provide the, the leadership and the guts. And uh, for what's been dropped on Mark Fincham and Carrie Lake and Blake Masters and Eli Crane, all the, uh, Abe Hamaday, it's been unbelievable. May, tens of millions of dollars from Republicans. This is not even the hater Democrats yet. That's all to come. I'm talking about establishment Republicans. They do not want to give up control 
They do not like the populist nationalist movement. They do not like people who sit there and go, we're not going to back down. They hate that. They're, they're controlled opposition. They just want things to go along. And now you're seeing real change. This is what real change is. That's why the world's there, because they're about to see, is this going to actually happen? Or is it just going to be more, more talk like it has been before? You see the people in Arizona, and I keep saying, as much as I love Texas, and we're going to be down in CPAC, Texas, as much as I love Florida, and, you know, coming from the South, Tennessee and Nashville and all these great uh, states, or the guys in Washington a second, you see uh, rural Washington, which is Trump country, all over the country, you see Trump country. But man, the railhead of the Trump movement is out there in Arizona. It's something out there that they have just separated themselves and said, hey, we're not going to back down. This thing was stolen. We're going to decertify these electors. We're going to win this. We're going to secure the border. We're going we're gonna to set things right in this country. It's been, it's been absolutely amazing. Eli, you fight on. We'll check in with you tomorrow. Eli Crane, a great warrior that's kind of returned and said, hey, I got you know, to do it again. I got to go serve my country one more time, not just on a battlefield, but now I got to go serve her in the halls of Congress. Eli Crane, thank you very much. I'll tell you, let's take another warrior, Joe Kent. Joe Kent, a long journey, brother. Uh, you've been at this a long time. Talk to us. Where do you think you stand on the eve of this? Steve, they're still dropping bombs and spending money on me. So we've had $4 million spent. They were spending up until Friday afternoon. They're spending today. They've got door knockers out, dropping hangers, saying that I'm a Bernie Sanders socialist. And like you said, this is all coming from the Republicans. So they're throwing the kitchen sink at me. One minute they'll say I'm a Bernie uh, Sanders socialist. The next minute they'll say that I'm a... Uh, a secret white nationalist or some nonsense like that, because they fear the populist nationalist movement. They fear the fact that we are getting this grassroots swell of support from people from across the spectrum, every economic class, every race. We're really uh, united together to cast off this same failed establishment. And that's exactly what they fear at every single level. So I feel like we're still in a really good place. We've knocked on over 120,000 doors. I've knocked on about 2,000 doors personally. We're doing town halls every night. We were doing multiple town halls this week. I'll be out in Kleinline Park in Vancouver today at 6. So we're trying to beat all these millions of dollars that are coming at us with just good old-fashioned grassroots and getting in front of people. And we think it's going to work. It's going to prevail. So feeling strong, Steve. Joe, you, you did, I don't know, it was 10, 11, 12 combat tours. Your wife, uh, the mother of your children, gave her life for her country over in Syria fighting ISIS. You've seen combat, you've seen men in combat, uh, you've led men in combat. W were you prepared with all your combat training and, and everything you saw, were you prepared for how ugly and nasty in the politics of personal destruction, politics in, and this is not the Democrats, the politics in the Republican Party could get, sir? You know, it, it really just frustrates me that Republicans can be so easily divided. That's what really frustrates me, because at the end of the day, I'm in this because I want to win, not because I want to be a politician or I want to be a congressman. I want to take country back, and I don't want to see Republicans divided anymore by this corrupt establishment. And this corrupt establishment, it's nothing more than the uniparty. These people have no ideology but shipping our jobs overseas by fighting endless wars, and they want to drastically remake the country by bringing in massive amounts of illegal and legal immigrants. These people are assaulting our sovereignty. That's what I want to fight against. So it, it sometimes disappoints me that Republicans can fall for this or are playing these parties and games at the behest of 
the corporate ruling class and the donor class. But really, it just uh, makes me even more committed to this fight. And that's the thing. Like you said, I, I serve a lot in combat, and I actually enjoy this fight. I like the fight. I want to take our country back. These people haven't even really ruffled our feathers yet. They've really just stealed our spine, and we're coming for them, and they can't stop us. Uh the two races out there, Lauren's and yours, are getting international attention now because of what your opponents did in, in voting for impeachment. Uh, tell me, how is this playing out with your constituents? Where, where do you think the head, the heads are right now of, of, of folks in, in Washington 3? You know, right now they're getting bombarded with all this messaging from the establishment, but I think some of this stuff might have worked you know, a decade ago, but after the Trump era, after 2016, after 2020, after COVID, I think people right now, they realize when they see a narrative, they understand pattern recognition. When they see the mainstream media and the establishment coalesce with one message that Joe Kent and Lauren Culp are very, very dangerous, and we just need to play it safe and elect Jamie Herb Butler and Dan Newhouse, people see right through that. They don't forget what Jamie and Dan did. They don't forget that they got rid of the president that was bringing working class wages up. They don't forget that they got rid of the president. They voted to impeach the president that was actually fighting for them. And now we're being strangled by this same failed establishment, by the Biden regime. And Republicans that just want to go along to get along are just going along with it and actually encouraging the assaults against us. So I, I think the American people and the people of Washington 3 and Washington 4, I think they see right through this charade. Uh, Joe, can you uh, give us uh, your coordinates of how people follow you if they want to go to any of your, your rally tonight in Vancouver, if they want to help out tomorrow, where do they go? Absolutely. JoeKentForCongress.com is the touch point for all that. I'll be in Kleinline Park tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, out in Vancouver. And then if you can give any kind of donation, uh, just like Eli and just like John said, 5, 10, 15 bucks, we're running on the power of the people, not the corporate donor class. So JoeKentForCongress.com is the touch point. Joe Kent, uh, fight on. Honored to have you on here, sir. Thank you very much, Steve. Really appreciate it been with Joe Kent and had him on since the very beginning. A tough fight. Lauren Culp, another Trump-endorsed candidate out in Washington for. Lauren, uh, once again, I want to start with your race is getting international attention, right? It's on the front page of the European papers because of what your opponents did uh, back in, uh, in, in early 2021. Uh, walk us through, in the district, just give me a sense of where people in the district are right now. Where are their heads? When they think about, hey, I'm going to vote for somebody in a primary uh, to represent me in Congress, what what are they thinking about? I know what the papers tell me they're thinking about, but you've been not. You're a guy who knocks on doors, shakes hands, goes into the cafes, into the union halls. Tell us what tell us what they're telling you. Yeah, I get out and meet with the people because that's who I'm going to represent in Washington D.C. And they are pissed off. They're tired of politicians like Newhouse who say one thing and do another. You know that. Um, and not only you know did he vote to impeach President Trump voted for the January 6th commission, but he also votes with Nancy Pelosi and AOC 40 to 50% of the time. He votes to fund Planned Parenthood. He votes for red flag laws. He votes for higher taxes and to send billions overseas. And this race is getting pretty interesting, Steve. Um, you know, the election is not until tomorrow and the, the polls close at eight o'clock tomorrow night. But the local media, this is breaking news, by the way, the local media, the Yakima Herald published fake results in my election yesterday on their website. This is voter influencing um, 
gameplay, I guess, from the radical left, which is most of the media. It's tampering with an election. And it's also a violation of election law. And I filed a police report today. Um, their so-called results have since been taken down, but I screenshotted it before uh, they did. So we'll let the police investigate it. But Joe, hold, House- hold it, Joe, hang over a second. Hold, hold it, Joe, hang over a second. The paper published phony results yesterday on their website. How did that happen? I take it Lauren Culp was not the winner. Well, how, 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 how did they do that and why did they do it? Yeah, we do not know. We have no clue. I can't get any answers. I've contacted other local media and uh, there's supposedly going to be a story coming out here pretty quick from one of the uh, other media outlets about it. Uh, But they could not get a response from the Yakima Herald. And uh, I first I called the Yakima Sheriff's Office. They referred me to the police department. I got a hold of the police department and got a report put in Uh, because this is clearly I mean, the, the results are not supposed to be released. Uh, they're not even supposed to be counting yet, but they did. They had them up on their website, um, and it was totally bogus. The, their numbers didn't even add up with their percentages, and of course, I was not winning. So this interferes with people's thinking, people's voting. No matter whether you're winning or losing, you know, if your your supporter sees that and you're way ahead, it's like, well, he's going to win. I'm not even going to vote. Or the other hand, well, he's so far behind, he'll never catch up. Why should I vote? So this is this is election tampering. The, the, the second the, the second the secretary of state should not be there should be no access to the media, even if it's early returns or, or mail in ballots. There should be no access to the media at all. Is that am I is Washington run like the other fifty states? Yeah, no, you're correct. There's Washington uh, revised code of Washington uh, clearly states that that is illegal. So in this police investigation. With the Yakima Police Department, if they find that someone from the auditor's office put out that information, uh, that is a gross misdemeanor, and someone needs to pay for that. Lauren, I'm going to ask you to hold through the break. By the way, we've got a we've got a a bunch of hitters on the other side. Lauren Lauren Culp is a uh, Trump endorsed candidate. I think it's one of the reasons they're so triggered out there because they're triggered about his candidacy. So Lauren Culp uh, from Washington for we're going to take a short break. We've also got Joanna Miller. Joanna was at the uh, was at was in the Trump White House. She was the wingman for Dr. Navarro. How do you like that for duty? How's that for drawing a bad card? <laughs> right? I'm just kidding. She's tough as boot leather. She's absolutely all over this baby formula thing. The Biden administration continues to mishandle, spin, and lie about. Okay, we're gonna go back to Washington four. Lauren Culp. Uh, a Trump endorsed candidate in an absolute throwdown out there with an individual who voted for impeachment. Short commercial break. Back in War Room Battleground. Just a moment. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. 
go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Monday, 1 August, Year of Alert 2022, on the eve of Super Tuesday. And the battleground so far, we've had John Gibbs from Michigan, Eli Crane from Arizona, Joe Kent from Washington, uh, Lauren Culp still with us from Washington 4. We're about to have on Abe Hamaday. What do they all have in common? One, they're all MAGA, and two, they're endorsed by President Donald J. Trump. I want to add the newest member of that, Commander Eric Greitens, joins us by phone from Missouri. Commander Greitens, Congratulations. Uh, uh, you so deserve this endorsement by Donald J. Trump. The, the, all we need to do now is get the word out. Commander Greitens. Sir, we are honored. Thank you so much, Steve. You have been the lead MAGA warrior. Thank you to the War Room Posse and everybody who's had my back. And yes, we are honored to have the endorsement of President Donald Trump, and we are driving forward. We've been meeting with MAGA patriots all over the state of Missouri, Steve, and we're getting the word out that I am the true MAGA warrior in this race. This is a war, MAGA versus McConnell. Just last night, President Trump blew up my opponent, Eric Schmidt, by noting that there was great dishonesty in his politics, the fake polls they're pushing, the fake ads that they're pushing. Everybody has seen through it, and now it is a time for MAGA champions to go to the polls tomorrow. Vote for Eric Reitens, and we're going to win this race, Steve. Commander, where are you going to go tonight, and how can the War Room assist in getting the word out that you're now the Trump-endorsed candidate, sir? 
Sir, we're going to be at the Spirit of St. Louis Airport this evening. All of the details are on our social media, at Eric Greitens. And we're going to be driving all the way till the polls close tomorrow night. The most important thing for every MAGA warrior in Missouri is to get out and to vote. And if you're listening to this broadcast anywhere in the country and you know people in Missouri, make sure that their friends, their neighbors, everybody knows that President Trump has endorsed Eric Greitens, the Navy SEAL MAGA warrior who's going to bring this victory home. Commander Greitens, honored to have you on here. Congratulations. I want everybody in the war room pause here right now to start pushing that far and wide. Eric Greitens is now the Trump-endorsed candidate in the Republican primary for the United States Senate in Missouri. Commander Greitens, fight on, sir. Booyah, sir. Thank you. That's a warrior right there. Let's go back to another warrior. Lauren, by the way, we've got Abe Hamaday. we got a murderer's row here. we got 27 Yankees. Lauren Culp, they're already messing with you. You can tell how triggered they are. How do people follow you, Lauren? How do they follow you tonight? Where do they got to go tomorrow? What's the War Room Posse got to do to have your back, sir? Yeah, they can follow me on social media, at Lauren Culp, on pretty much all media. At Lauren Culp, my website is culpforcongress.com. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this fight. We're winning. New house in the deep swamp packs. They're spending millions attacking me and Joe Kent here in Washington State. But they won't run on their record. You know, they won't run on their voting record. They just want to spend millions and millions of dollars attacking me and Joe Kent. My opponent is scared, and he knows that he's losing, and that's that's why they're doing it. The swamp doesn't want to lose him because he is their gravy train. He stands with them. But I'm telling everyone that I will stand for God, family, country, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and I will push for the Tenth Amendment to be followed. I've proven to the voters here that I will uphold my oath of office as a veteran and a police chief. And I will do the same thing as their congressman. And I look forward to taking the arrows for my constituents. They can attack me all they want. I just smile and think about President Trump dealing with these swamp creatures for years. So I just smile. They can keep attacking. We're going to win. Lauren, you, you hit something that's very profound. The, they never come out. They never want to talk policy. They never want to talk about how they voted. They never want to talk about who they're taking money from. They don't want to talk about the favors or the deals they cut. Right. They never want to talk about any of that. This is all politics of personal destruction. As soon as some a MAGA person steps up, they want to chop you off. And then the big trigger, as soon as you're endorsed by President Trump, that's when they start coming hard. So you're a warrior and a hero. You keep fighting on. We're going to get I want to tomorrow morning. I want to get to the bottom of this Yakima Herald uh, nonsense, because this is another way they try to steal it. Right. You never you can can't trust these people as far as you can throw them. Lauren Culp, one more time. How do people get to your site? Culp for congress.com and on social media at Lauren Culp, L-O-R-E-N-C-U-L-P. And thank you, Steve, for, for being a, the fighter that you are. America needs you, sir. This job in the world. We just get guys in Memphis and Denver do all the work of my staff. All I do is interview great people like you. you you're the ones taking it and coming every day. So honored to have you on here, sir. Thank you. All over this country, this fight is on. Let's go to Arizona. Tomorrow, we're going to, you know, we're doing a special tomorrow night at 6 called Arizona America's Battleground. We've talked about this from day one, from the evening of November 3rd, when we were shocked and stunned, sitting out there in the freezing cold in that great studio we had up on the the top of the One American News Building. We had Chinese TV there with the John Fredericks Radio Network. I think we had 100 people broadcasting there with that stunning view. 
absolutely freezing cold. I have Bill McGinley was with us, had an entire team up there. When Fox News shocked everybody and, and called uh, Arizona with, you know, so much percentage left to go, it was just, it was an absurdity. Uh, and, and that kind of changed things. Arizona is the railhead of the Trump movement. And one of the young warriors out there, Abe Hamaday. Abe, uh, thank you very much for joining us. You're, at, you're running for one of the critical positions that people didn't really focus on secretaries of state or attorney generals until George Soros, and you got to give him credit, he, yep. he's, he's, he's evil, but he's brilliant. He thought this through a decade ago. You're punching back. You're fighting back. Talk to us about your attorney general race. Uh, how tough is it right now? What, are, what does our audience need to do to support you, sir? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Steve. So, you know, yesterday we actually had a rally with Rick Grinnell, Cash Patel, Kerry Lake, Blake Masters, and myself down in Tucson. We had over 500 patriots show up. We had to turn away people. And that, that's the movement that we're building right here in Arizona. And you're exactly right. That's why the New York Times, the BBC, everybody is focused. They're actually covering our rally, too. And we have another rally in Phoenix today at the Deuce at 7 p.m. And this is, you know, George Soros, you're exactly right. He's smart. He's taken over these DA offices, the AG's offices, because he recognizes that the law is just a text on piece of paper without enforcement. And that's why he's, he's overtaken all these cities. So this is our opportunity to punch back. And you're right. We've shocked the hell out of the establishment, Steve. I mean, literally this time last year, I was serving in the United States Army overseas on my deployment. And here I am, the front runner to be the attorney general. But you know, the establishment, they're, they're not going to go out without a fight. I mean, they've spent a million dollars in negative attack ads against me. It's all lies, all fake. But this is, you know, I'm a disruptor. And this is where you know, I'm not beholden to anybody or anything except the Constitution of the United States and Arizona and the people of Arizona. And that worries them. So I'm excited. And I think we're going to have a good, clean sweep of Trump-endorsed candidates out here in Arizona. I really attribute a lot of that to you, Steve. So thank you for all you're doing. No, MSNBC just went through that. We, we were laughing. So it sounded like an episode of War Room. They went through the entire punch list. And then they got this Abe Hamaday guy. He's running for attorney general. One thing for the audience, as you run through the tape, you know, Brnovich is a good guy. But it, what is it about these individuals? Once they got an AG, is it because of the big corporate law firms in Phoenix? Is it because of the banking interests? Why do they seem always to pull their punches? I, I get asked this all the time. Why is it once they get in these positions that they pull their punches? What's your assessment, sir? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think too often courage, you know, it, we, we lack courage. And I think that's what happens with these too many elected officials. You know, after the election of 2020, Everybody, think about the entire media, the entire law firms, the entire Republican Party apparatus. They were saying to just certify the election, you know, say that you know, it was all fair. And so people really bought into that narrative because they don't want to go against the grain. So that's why it requires people with conviction who are going to stand up, you know, for their values. And that's why for me, during the COVID hysteria times, I mean, Steve, I was calling up against how, how much of a hoax this was from the very beginning. I knew that the two weeks to slow the spread was the biggest hoax that was going to be perpetrated on us. I mean, Milton Friedman has a great quote that says, there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. And that's exactly what happened during the COVID times. And I was looking for that strong Republican leadership out here in Arizona. And we didn't have that amongst uh, Doug Dew or Mark Brnovich. So that's why Republicans are angry and they should be. And before we defeat the radical left and the Democrats in November, we have to defeat the establishment and the weak need Republicans tomorrow in August. 
Abe, uh, tell us about the the uh, the event uh, tonight. Uh, I know you have another rally. Carrie, I think, is going to be there, too. How do people, in the, they're hearing our voice in Arizona. How did they get there? What time? What's going to take place? Absolutely. It's going to be at the Deuce in downtown Phoenix at 7 p.m. It'll be Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, myself, Kelly Ward will be joining us, along with Cash Patel, who's a great fighter who exposed a Russia collusion hoax, and as well as Rick Grinnell, uh, the former director of national intelligence. So it's going to be a great crowd. Tucson, you know, it was very fiery down there. What I love about Tucson and Pima County specifically, Steve, is, you know, they're under communist rule. And some, those Republicans down there, they're the most Republican voters because they, they, they understand what's at stake. So that's why as attorney general, I'm not going to forget about Tucson. Help is coming. No, no, no. I got to, I'd love Tucson. I saw you had guys at a thousand people last night. I said, people forget Tucson is, it's like Cambridge. It's like Cambridge where Harvard is quite liberal given right. the universities to see a thousand. That was a wild last night. Abe, one more time. How do people get to your site to find out more about you and to support your campaign? Thank you, Steve. They can go to abe4ag.com, abe4ag.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-G.com, and they can follow me on Twitter, Getter, and Truth at Abraham Hamaday. Abe, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you. Just Steve. want to make sure everybody is, is up to speed on what happened, is that uh, Commander Eric Greitens has just been uh, – Eric Greitens has been um, – endorsed by Donald J. Trump. We got to make sure that everybody gets the word out in the great state of uh, of Missouri. Absolutely incredible. I want to read this again, if I can get the whole thing. Um, the uh, This is a big election in the, in the great state of Missouri. We must send a MAGA champion, a true warrior to the United States Senate. Some of our fight for border security, election integrity, uh, our great military, great veterans together, having a, a powerful toughness on crime in the border. It goes on, and that is Commander Eric Greitens endorsed just moments ago, just breaking with uh, with uh, for Eric Greitens, Commander uh, President Trump just endorsed Commander Greitens. Eric Greitens joined us. He's uh, going around the state. He'll be in St. Louis tonight. Want to make sure everybody gets up on our site in our live chat. We're putting up where everybody's going to be tonight. These are very important rallies. And then tomorrow we're going to be uh, four hours of coverage. We're then heading that we're heading to CPAC, where we got four hours of coverage tomorrow, and then tomorrow night, uh, Jack Pasovic we're going to be dialing into other people's as they as they put this up, particularly the the really the the all important race for the whole ticket out there in Arizona. Of course, we got Washington, we got Missouri, uh, you got up in Michigan. There's so much going on. I want to bring in now Joanna Miller. Joanna, Joanna, you you you've seen this close up close and personal. You were you were uh, Navarro's wingman. In the uh, in, in the in the White House, you saw President Trump. I mean, tonight we've had I think six Trump endorsed candidates as they fight through the tape. Give us your assessment of of where you think the country stands right now, Joanna. As you uh, as you work for President Trump, uh, give give us a sense where you think the MAGA movement is and how big a deal is Super Tuesday tomorrow night. Well, it's a huge deal, Steve, and I think the American people have woken up and have been able to discern between MAGA and name only candidates that promise. Uh, MAGA ideas, but don't deliver them. People like Mitch McConnell um, and even uh, uh, many Republican leaders that we have now that have made fake promises and haven't delivered. I think the country is headed toward real America first conservatives that are ready to deliver on promises. And it's very exciting what's going to happen on Tuesday. Joanna, I, I reached out to you over the weekend and she's like, Joanna's like Navarre. She's 24 seven. 
I, I can't take this formula thing anymore, particularly when it seems like they're not doing anything and they're lying about it. Can you get our audience? People have loved you coming on. Get, just get us up to date on what the facts are and why is the Biden administration with all the resources of the United States government, why have we not taken care of this for these, for these mothers in the, in the most uh, vulnerable time is after you have the baby? For yep. the babies themselves and for the mothers, why is this not sorted, ma'am? Yep. So recent update. So Biden between May and uh, today um, has imported about 61 million um, eight ounce bottle equivalents of formula, which is four million less uh, than what America's babies consume on a weekly basis. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf is claiming that domestic baby formula production is exceeding demand every week. However, one third of baby formula manufacturers nationwide are completely out of stock. That's about a 10% increase since May. So while they're claiming that they're meeting U.S. demand, uh, the shelves, the empty shelves speak for themselves. Um, mothers all over the country have been feeding their babies expired formula because that's all they have access to right now. And they're wondering why we care more about foreign countries uh, like Ukraine rather than our babies at home and even people coming over illegally on the southern border. Their baby formula shelves are stocked, and people like Elise Stefanik have even uh, noted this about two months ago. And Mayorkas kind of fired back saying, well, we have an obligation to take care of, of children that are in our custody. Um, however, that seems to only apply to uh, the babies of illegal aliens. Um, and so I just think this is a whole backwards mess. It's a neglect of America's babies, and it's a, it's a complete betrayal of American manufacturing. It's a disgrace. Uh, if uh, President, first off, if Trump was there, you and Navarro would have never let this happen. But if something did happen, it would have been solved in like five days. What's absurd here is nothing seems to get done. And then all they do is spend their time lying and spinning about it uh, in a minute. Give me where do you think this thing's headed? Because they've lied so much now. And I talk to people all the time. They're getting frantic about this. Where do you think this thing's headed, Joanna? Yeah, well, I, I don't see this getting any better. But the good news is, and I know you've asked me this before, people like Ali Seckel from, from Alaska um, have formed uh, something called the, the Formula Exchange Group, uh, which is a Facebook group of about 25,000 followers, and mothers all over the country are stepping up for each other, which I think is a beautiful thing. And so people that are wondering what to do for their children can go to that Facebook group and have access to the formula they need. But I don't see this getting any better. And just as you were talking about, uh, we and the Trump administration uh, handled the ventilator supply chain crisis in 17 days with two beautiful, brand new USA-made factories. And they have neglected this for six months without taking any action, still no dollars for American manufacturing. And what we can do also is step up, like on Super Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, vote for America First candidates that are going to deliver on their promises so we never um, have to deal with a crisis like this ever again. Throw these bums out. Joanna, what's your social media so people can follow you? Twitter is USA underscore Joanna. Uh, Truth Social is Joanna Miller, as is my getter. Um, and then Instagram is Joanna Miller 1026. Joanna Miller, you're a patriot and a warrior. Thank you for coming on, ma'am. Thank you for having me. This is one of the rising stars. She's one of the rising stars in the MAGA movement. I want to bring in John Gardner now, manufacturer local. This is the power getter. I saw this because I follow his getter count. John, Walk our audience through exactly what is, when you say manufacture local, I mean, this is the heart of economic nationalism. Walk us through what you mean, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, Mr. Bannon. 
there's no nation stronger than a nation that is self-sufficient. And Alexander Hamilton urged Congress in his 1791 report on manufacturers to promote manufacturing in America to make us independent and free of foreign nations for military and essential supplies. And uh, that's not happening right now. Alexander, Alexander Hamilton also said there's no purpose to which public money can be more beneficially applied into the acquisition of a new and useful branch of industry. Uh, I'm a strong believer in production-based economic theory. I was aghast when I saw you uh, speaking to a reporter and she called uh, manufacturing a backward-minded economic approach. I I was blown out of the water. We can rebuild American manufacturing by creating protective tariffs uh, and uh, redirecting government procurement dollars. President Trump did a great job with the 232 steel tariffs. And we saw an immediate result. In 2017, uh, the average steel worker's pay was $70,000. 2018, Trump's steel, 25% steel tariffs came into place, and there was a wave of investment in new steel mills. Now in 2022, uh, the average uh, American steel mill worker makes $117,000 in five years. That's an amazing wage increase uh, because these jobs were created by tariffs. And, go- and industry felt protected by the government. Now, uh, that, that tariff dollar can be redirected back into the industry uh, and grow it through tax credits. Um, one of the big things that's important to me is trade law enforcement. Um, we, have, we, we have the Bureau of Industry and Security, which is in the Department of Commerce, and they're not doing a, a, a very good job of going after these egregious trade violations. Uh, I think there's, a, there's a, something called the de, mini, de minimis law, where uh, anybody in a foreign nation can declare that they're, what they're shipping in here is under the $800 mark, and they don't have to declare it to customs. And that's how a lot of these uh, fentanyl and, and uh, uh, counterfeit items are coming in from communist China. They just say it's under $800 and it enters the country. Um, Beyond John, that, though, John, we got a John, John, John. Hang on, we had a technical problem getting you up, so we got you by phone. I want to have you back on here when we go through the whole thing. How do people go to your website? How do they find out what Manufacture Local is about? Send, send, how do we send people there? Thevoiceofhope.com. And I'm on Getter at MFG uh, uh, Gear Official and uh, Twitter at uh, John Gardner VOH. And uh, Instagram. Okay, give John the website. Gardner, a, give the. Get, get, give the website again. Yes, sir. It's www.thevoiceofhope.com. Okay, I want all the posse to go there. We're going to have John back on the next day or two. Tomorrow may be a little crazy, Wednesday, and when, uh, when I'm at CPAC. Uh, John Gardner, you're fighting a good fight. This is a fight that we got to have. This is a fight we got to win, and we're really uh, proud to have you on here, honored to have you on here. Look forward to having you back it's on here. We work on these technical problems so we can see. We can see your lovely you, facade. John Gardner. Thank you, brother. Keep fighting. I tell you, you see these young people? This is why our movement's ascended. Look at the talent we have. Commander Eric Greitens, endorsed by Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States. We're going to be back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock to pick up where we left off in the war room. <laughs> 